Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome in to another edition of the Tailgate, brought to you by all of our great sponsors. And um, also, I was going to mention one of them, and I can't remember what I was going to say, so I'm going to forget that. It's great to see Jeff back in here today and wearing, I don't even know what to, how to describe that shirt. You're wearing the Cactus Pitchforks? It's, it's, it's Yada Golf. Just a, Never heard of it. It's a cool golf shirt. That's all. I don't know if it is. You don't like it? I'm going to go with no on that. It's Cactus League's it's getting way, started. It's way too USF-y. Really? Yeah. It's not. It's got gray in it. No, it's, look, it's green and gold. You're, you're well, a USF fan. I should have worn my pink and red for you. You're my Valentine. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope that, that uh, you've done something for your significant other, not just for me. I did. Gave the greatest card ever. Oh, what a, what a guy. What, did it cost you two bucks? No, a part of everything else. But the saying on the card was the most creative thing I've ever come up with in my life. So I was proud of myself for it. Can't say it on the air. Good. Well, but I'll uh, tell you off the air. It's uh, good. I don't even know if I want to hear it off the air. Very, but, uh, very good. But, um, yeah, I got, you know, I got my wife the usual flowers and a bottle of Prosecco. So Nice. Yeah, uh, Scott Floral Expressions, they were busy all week and... You know, they, they hire these extra drivers, too. Oh, I know. Because it's yeah. so busy. I think one year, maybe next year, it'd be fun to do. Just run around all day and deliver flowers and see the looks on ladies' faces when they get them. It'd be kind of fun. It would be enjoyable. Free. Yeah. And uh, Oaks Jewelry, busy. If you need a last-minute uh, thing, you forgot something, go to uh, Oaks Jewelry. They're running some really cool sales as well. Um, it was another part of a gift that I got. So, uh-huh. yeah. Got to uh, hype up but all the great people on this special gift, day. Right? Not yet. I haven't really seen her. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. I, I, it's, it is kind of funny. How, why do we only get gifts for the women, and the women don't give gifts to us? I mean, I'll probably get something, but just the way it is. You're supposed to take care of your lady duels. Well, that's not what it's. It's not called Happy Women's Valentine's Day. I'm just asking the question. I, I don't care. I mean, I don't want anything. And I, I certainly, and I wrote well, this on Facebook. My wife is the best person I know and the a huge reason why I'm even alive, let alone, well, I don't even want to say healthy, because I'm, but I'm healthier. Um, so, you know. Well, you're supposed to give the gift. I did. And then she gives you a gift in the bedroom at night. That's how it works. I don't want to talk about Valentine's Day. That's not how it works all the time. Um, Well, we uh, got a gift last night with a uh, a Gator victory, but almost lost the gift yet again. um, I just... I had my hands in my face. I was was there, and the, the angle that I had was 
almost perfect. Like I was a cross core, basically. Like no, like how did the guy miss the little bunny? The flo- yeah, the floater. Yeah. It was about four foot, four foot shot. I mean, it just he just it went short armed it. And but then he it got was the rebound so wide open. And and I look, I I'm writing on deadline, so I I have to go with what Dane Bradshaw said. But he thought he got fouled going up for the rebound, and that there was time left on the clock. And I'm like, I don't care. They didn't call it. That's all that matters. Yeah. I didn't. What was I your- didn't see the replay. So just live quickly in the reaction. I I was more like, I was yelling out an expletive because I saw how let wide it open it was. Yes, exactly. And I was like, crap, it's tied. And then he missed it, and then I yelled out an opposite expletive. It was like, holy blank. But I didn't see a foul. I just saw yeah, that it was missed, and then... He might have had a bad angle on it, but I had to write that, you know, it could have been a foul, but I, I don't think it was. I didn't... I didn't I've watched a replay over and over, but you never get a good angle on it. It's always okay. the same angle yeah, from, Dane Bradshaw had. Yeah, from yeah. where I was, it didn't look bad at all, and it would just look like the dude... I mean, he was so wide open from where I was. Stunning. It was crazy just to see him standing there in the middle of the lane and it, right next to the basket. And it's not like this is like some guy off the bench. I mean, this is one of the better players in the league. I, I liked him at Vandy. I like him at LSU. I mean, yeah. he's trying to carry that team. And if he had had 18 points, they might still be playing right now, but he only ended up with 16. Yeah. But, again, it's the same old thing with his team. You go to zone, they can't handle it. Why doesn't everybody just open the game in zone? Yeah, zone against the Gators. And play it the whole game. Because you would think this team could shoot them out of it, teams out of it, but they don't. They 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 get where they're, they just – I don't know why they have a hard time shooting but against But there the was zone. a big difference, though, in the way they – they played defense really well. And then they also, LSU, I'm talking about, shot it really well. I think oh, they were 65% ridiculous. or something yeah. in the second half. Made 11 they were making everything. Game. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why they, they, they were able to come back. I don't know. And Florida killed them inside. But they, they kind of got away from that and but start, I, started taking those threes, saying, hey, let's take the lid off this zone, yeah. and started taking a lot of threes, but they weren't making them. And so when you miss threes, you better get the rebound and – I, I do really like, though, like when you go in person, I think it's different than watching it on TV just because it's now happened a couple of times. The The fight that you see in the, the Gator bigs trying to get offensive mm-hmm. rebounds. Yep. Like I think on TV you might just see one little part of it, but, I mean, they're moving, they're fighting, they're clawing. There was a, a couple examples last night again where they kept the ball alive and then Florida was able to score after it. So that, that's really fun to see, like just – how aggressive they are, how hard they're playing, and yeah, you just you got to figure out how to get out of these spurts. Yeah, B- because it, it didn't happen against Auburn, although it's it could have because they didn't make a shot for nine minutes. No, I know they went nine minutes without a field goal. I know. And then obviously in this game, LSU was able to come back. The Georgia game again, twenty point leads in both of those in the second half, and everybody has gone in the second half to a zone, and it stopped Florida. Every time somebody's made a comeback on them, it's that's been, you know, and like you said, it wasn't the only reason Auburn didn't come back is they couldn't make any shots. Yeah. If they had made a few shots, that game could have gotten nervous. But I don't know what to say. I, I'll, but you know my motto. Yeah, win by one. Well, they won by two. They did. So they doubled my win motto. <laughs> and there was a huge free throw made at the end. I mean, you, you, the two guys, what they were on the line were Condon and Samuel. Yeah. Samuel first, and, and he made one, and then Condon makes the one. But 
they're still they're still at least a little bit better there. And and oh, Condon had to make that first of the one and one. They had a great stat up there about what they did in the non conference versus what they've done in the conference so far, and it, it's so much better in, yeah, in free throw percentage. But um, the, you know, I watched. I watched that game, and I'm watching Texas A&M. I think Texas A&M made like 17 out of 17 and lost, which is amazing. Uh, but but how, like, and since you said that, like this league is so strange. You Texas A&M. It's not just this league; it's all basketball. I guess. Well, look, look but at this North, is the North Carolina go, about. goes to Syracuse. They look like this dominant team. They're going to be a one seed yeah. and gets beaten and, and handled there. You know, we saw Texas Tech beat Kansas the other night. We saw. Um, um, last night, Vanderbilt beating, like you said, Texas A&M. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like... Texas A&M just throttled Tennessee. Virginia had won 23 in a row at home. Gets beat. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's ama- it's just what basketball has become, not only with the transfer portal, not only with all the other stuff, but it's just basketball. And um, I think there is a February problem that team... You either are desperate... Or you know you're getting in. Sometimes you're like, okay, we got to go on the road for this another game. You know, um, you don't have your home crowd to energize you. And that was the big fear going to that game, right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. For the LSU, Florida LSU, was it Florida come out and go, hey, yeah, we're in the tournament? No, it's not what happened. They played great. Yeah, they played awesome for 20, 20 25 points. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, man, these these guys. And you could just see guys starting to tweet. This team may yeah. get to the final four. Yeah, the energy was there. I mean, Golden's fist pumping, yeah. watching him when they were making shots, and then it happened again. But I guess the good part is, and, and hopefully Gator fans are understanding this, because remember last year at this time, oh, Golden's not the answer. You know, this guy's horrible. He doesn't know what he's doing. And a lot of the conversation was, dude, this is year one. Chill out. Let him understand what this league is about. Right. And then he did, and then what did he do? He went and got a true point guard, which they didn't have last year. He went and got more than one big guy. Like you had Castleton last year, fine, but now you've got two of those guys. And then Samuel plays hard, so you really've got three. And then how comes in and at least you know for he's five or six minutes as he freshman, does what he's, he's supposed to do. Yeah. So hopefully he'll be he'll end up being one of those guys that ends up being like a Chandler Parsons who can help you, but when he gets to his junior and senior year, he becomes a really good player. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So I, I think they there. certainly are better. And you have to, if you look at Todd Golden and, and the, the coaching that they're doing, recognize that, that, that he knows what he's doing. I mean, and, and Bruce Pearl the other night said how good the guards were for Florida, and that's made a big difference. So it's it's a team that has a chance to certainly win – the first two games and make the Sweet 16 if they play like they're capable of yeah, playing. but they still got to get there. I mean, there's you – know, like we were talking about yesterday, at Georgia is not an easy game. Um, this The next game coming up Saturday, you know, you got to play Alabama twice, probably the best team in the league at least record-wise. Um, in the conference, you've got to go to South Carolina. I mean, it's 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 still a tough haul to make sure you you get in the tournament. Yeah, you never they've did. already got seven, though. Seven what? Wins. So – no, we. You said they need to get to ten. Well, they don't have ten. I know, but <laughs> they're close. And the team that I we've counted two wins as just beat Texas A and M. Yeah. Did you watch that game at all? No. It was unbe- The shot was unbelievable because the guy, I mean, they hit two free throws 
to go up one. A and M does. Five seconds left. This guy comes down. Man, Manjai. I can't. I never can pronounce his name correctly. But he comes down. He drives into the paint and and goes up. And they block the shot. And he catches it and throws it up and goes in at the bu- uh, at the bu- and the ball's just in the air at the buzzer. And it was pretty. That was fun to watch. I bet. But I did. And I so I was able to get home in time from. Uh, and by the way, just wanted to uh, send a shout out to Elisa Lang, and uh, she was tremendous last night. Trevor said to say hello too. Cool. And um, it was really touching tributes to uh, Bill Carr and Carl Kaufman and Mr. Coons as well. So um, that was very nice of of them to do. But um, but a lot a lot of people were. They were racing out of there to go watch that Gator game, and I was one of them. And by the time it was weird because I put it, I I thought it was on one hundred three one is what they announced it as being on, and so I put it on one hundred three one. It's not on there. And then I went back to this eighty eight fifty, and softball was still wrapping up. And I'm like, the game's not on. But luckily, it came on. I think they were moving it over from one to the other. But anyway, it was on. So I listened to it on the way home, and then covered it. Well, it's always on one hundred three seven. Is that why? Because you yeah. said 103.1. Oh, 103.1. It's 103.7. Well, I think it was a mistakenly said. Maybe maybe I just misheard it. Probably. Well, what's 103.1? I have no idea. I've never heard of that station in my life. There was a country music on it. That's why I thought it was 103.7. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I certainly don't know. I got to um, get smarter if I'm going to do this stuff. Yes, that would be. Uh, oh, 98.1 is what it is. Yeah, that's ours. But that's not – they wouldn't have been doing the softball game, right? Well, they would have. I mean, they wouldn't have been doing the – would they have done the basketball? Afterwards. Okay. Softball. I got it straightened out. Okay. I, look, I've had been going through a lot lately, man. I know. I, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff, and I, uh, my brain is not quite all there. Not quite there. <laughs> I'm losing a, a – a few brain cells every day. Well, then you better call while you can before Pat loses them all. So we'll uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll open up our Titan MRI hotline, 392-8255. Lots going on. Let's chat about it here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ruben Roberts. The 5-1 Gators softball team takes on Jacksonville University tonight. After defeating JU last night, the Gators look to extend their win streak in the KDC Shoal Presley Stadium. Having eight home runs and only allowing one this season explains why they've been so dominant. Tune in right here at 545 for the broadcast. More in Gators news, the women's basketball team plays a home game tomorrow against Ole Miss. The Gators are coming off two SEC wins, while the Rebels are coming off two SEC losses. This should be seen as a revenge game for the Gators as the Rebels defeated them earlier this season. On the high school level, the Newberry boys take on Hillard, while the girls are taking on Madison County tonight. And the Wilston boys are taking on the Pahokee Blue Devils, while the girls play Trenton. That's your ESPN Gainesville. I'm Ruben Roberts. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. 
You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We are back here on the tailgate, ESPN WRUF, and um, if you want to call in, 392-8255 and talk about anything going on in 
including, unfortunately, a really terrible thing that happened at the Kansas City Parade today. Ten people shot, three critical, one dead. Um, it was apparently at the uh, Union Station, I think it's called. I guess that's a train station or a metro station. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know Kansas City. I've never been. That's one place I've never been. But, yeah, just a real tragic situation. And um, a lot of people who went there to have a good time didn't have a great time. Now, some people did have a great time. And, um, I, I, you know, when things like this happen, it kind of makes you realize that sports are just a game. But that's what we're here to discuss are sports. So that's what we're going to do. If anything else happens, we'll update you on it on the news. But uh, and, and then yeah, obviously it's extremely sad. And, and initial reports said that that nobody had passed away. Someone has now. There's three more criticals. So you just hope that they can uh, hang on. I just, it's still, just it's it's hard to fathom that something like that happens. Because yeah, I mean, you're sitting there, you're celebrating. Yeah, people should came be from all over awesome. the place. Yeah, yeah, just to to be a part of that and maybe get a glimpse of. Mahomes and Kelsey, and I'm sure there's a lot of people there thinking maybe Taylor Swift will ride on the float with Kelsey. I don't know. She's actually in Australia. Right okay, now. so she flew back to a concert. But how, it was how nice the, must that plane be, though, if she's willing to do to go yeah. from Japan to to, to to Vegas and then all the way back to Australia? It's not a big deal. Just sleep on the plane if you want. Watch some movies. Yeah, but you look. You you. It's easy to say on a on a on a luxury plane. That's well, what like, I'm saying. But yeah. not on a plane like you and no, I. Would but do. yeah, the plane that she's on. Who oh, cares? Yeah. Just it's got to be pretty nice. Yeah, like Air Force One. Probably like uh, the plane from the Wedding Singer, where he was in first class. Yep. And he got to be with Billy Idol. He did. And he sang a great a song. Rebel Yell. Got the girl what it was all about but more people watch the super bowl than ever before right so do you think that that was just because there's more tvs or you think the taylor swift factor was i think they definitely got a major bump from her i don't i was talking to robbie about this today it was it went up 10 percent, which is a lot it's a lot when you think about you're talking about hundreds of millions so um that's a lot I think if I was going to guess, I would bet six to seven percent was because of Taylor Swift, um, and then about eight percent was from. And wait, wait till you get my math here, okay? Let's just say six percent or seven percent was because of Taylor Swift. Eight percent was because of the game and how you know Mahomes and he's the most recognizable guy in the NFL right now, and they're going for a dynasty and they're playing the Niners and and all the and it was because of the Super Bowl. So what is that? How many 15. percent is that? That's fifteen percent, but they only went up ten percent. Five percent were people who wouldn't watch because of Taylor Swift. So they went down. Yeah, but I'm just saying it could even been more if if people hadn't just said. There's no way people didn't watch because of Taylor Swift. Uh, you would be surprised. No way. You would be. Surprised. There is no absolute no way that you would not watch the Super Bowl because you feared that they would show her. And it was a total of 53 seconds. 53 seconds they didn't want to see. Then they could have closed their eyes. Well, that's what well, you don't know when she's coming on. There should have been a Taylor Swift warning. Like earmuffs? Yeah, apparently uh, Christopher Wusso, as I call him, because that's what we called him when he was in Jacksonville, Christopher Wusso, um, 
had a, uh, a big rant about um, them showing her too much. And he spent more time on the rant than she was actually shown on TV. <laughs> so, you know, come on, man. Everybody just calm down. But I guess – and then when you see something like this happen, I mean, I, I again, we don't know what the motive or anything was, but it's just – So sh- he started in Jacksonville? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, he was uh, – he was – he started in Jacksonville, and he wasn't from Jack. He was from New York, mm-hmm. but he started from Jackson in Jacksonville, and he was a. Um, there were there was hardly any talk radio then, and he kind of started from scratch, and I, not many people listened to him, to be honest with you, and worked his way up. In fact, I remember you had me on um, his show a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I remember the old days in Jacksonville?" Really. I think he worked with uh, Jay Solomon over at uh, W, whatever that was. J, no, what was it? I don't know what it was, that channel. But Jay Solomon, Jay Solomon was the the first guy that I saw make a living doing talk radio, and and that was in Jacksonville, and that was probably early eighties. Okay, yeah. Interesting stuff. He can, that's when it, that's when talk radio started to take off. Today is crawling to a complete halt, but uh, it's not. <laughs> more than ever. All right, we'll uh, we'll snag a break again. Three nine two eight two five five. If you want to join us, that is the number to uh, call us up here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. Well, we made it to a new year, and that makes some of you happy and some, well, not so much. But if you want 2024 to be the year that ultimately makes that special someone happier than ever, then why not ring in the year the right way? Oaks Jewelry is the perfect place to please your partner, and the prices, well, let's just say you'll say wow before she says wow. And if you're already past that part, Oaks Jewelry is still the place to make sure you can show her how much you really love her. They've got an array of other diamonds, as well as sapphires, emeralds, rubies, and other special gemstones. Gold chains in all lengths and sizes and earrings for every occasion. So don't procrastinate like you did for the last holiday. Plan ahead and pick out that perfect present she'll adore at Oaks Jewelry. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. It's hard to believe things around here are as old as Pat, but his knowledge and greatness for his craft certainly have created smiles for centuries. There's a business in town that's been doing the same thing for their customers, and for 56 years, Charles Berg and his family have been keeping the people of North Central Florida as cool as the other side of the pillow. As we start to creep into warmer weather, it's time to ensure your AC unit is ready for the right conditions. From expert maintenance and repairs to energy-efficient installs, the system specialist will keep you comfy all year long. Check out charlesbergenterprises.com to hear from tons of satisfied customers and be the next one in line to say that you are a part of the Charlesburg family. License number CAC057671. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Mostly sunny skies for the rest of the evening, mostly clear overnight and temperatures dropping off. Not as cold as earlier this morning, but we'll still be chilly with lows in the mid-40s, wind chills in the lower 40s to start off our Thursday. Tomorrow afternoon, partly cloudy skies and getting a little bit warmer. Highs should get to the mid-70s, partly cloudy overnight into Friday morning with lows in the upper 40s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. It's a bird. It's a plane. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Now you got some infighting with some players. Now you've got family members speaking on behalf of some players. This is the kind of thing that you got to extinguish because it won't get any better as you go into the offseason. This is what, you know, the Niners and John Lynch, the GM, like you got to make sure you get everybody together. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. 392-8255, the number to call if you want to get in here on a beautiful Wednesday. Golly, the weather. I thought it was going to be a little chillier than it was today, but it's uh, it's been pretty nice. Martina is taking your phone calls today if you want to get in here, and let's uh, go ahead and get to uh, Tennessee Mike. What's up, Mike? Mike, are you there? Hello? Hello? We'll put him on hold and see if we can uh, get that uh, that figured out here in a second. Yeah, the day was nuts. 39 this morning. Was it? 39? And then all of a sudden, it was 74. I know. So I put this sweat, this pullover on, and I was like, I started to walk out and I went, huh, maybe I don't need it. I go, you know what? At six o'clock, I'll probably need it. Yeah. So, 
but it's yeah, it's unbelievably. Uh, it's like I told myself, Pat, there's gonna be a point in July where it's gonna be 102, and you're gonna go, I can't stand it. I need to move, and just remember how many great days you have like this in Florida. But I just, you know, and I think if you were part of the football staff or. I guess maybe recruiting anybody, maybe not basketball because it's an inside sport, but driving down 13th today, you know, you're driving by campus, so to speak, and it's kind of over there by Paisano's and Chick-fil-A on the corner where Burrito Brothers used to be, corner of University and 13th. Yeah. And there's all these students walking by, and, you know, half of them are in workout gear, so it's like sports bras and shorts and all this other stuff. And then I'm looking... It's freaking middle of February. And if you're like the football recruiting staff, you should tweet out a picture of students walking around today. February 14th, Gainesville, Florida. February 14th, Ohio State. Or just some crappy northern snowy destination that would be like, why the hell would I go here when I could be in Florida right now? Like that's what I think the the weird part is. Maybe that needs to be displayed more i don't disagree with you i mean i think they do you know that was the old spurrier line was why hey eventually you're going to retire down here why not come down here now sure all right but i mean you like imagine playing golf today there wasn't a cloud in the sky yeah, it was it was it was I absolutely amazing golf. so that's what it is well speaking of beautiful that's not how we describe this guy but we'll talk to him what's up mikey guys another day another uh, second try here y'all got the cattle call we got it okay well, rock and roll hey guys uh, you know we love talk a little weather here and there um got some of y'all's weather up here on rocky top today 62 and sunny today wow. by the way very nice yeah but uh but with you guys uh, y'all got the weather no joke hey um guys uh, pat yesterday first off uh, uh hearts and thoughts with these kansas city fans i guess y'all have talked about this by now uh-huh man i mean damn can you not celebrate a super bowl Come on, I mean, they're just some crazy science in the details of it yet, but the only, only person that starts uh, stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. What the hell happened? I don't think anybody knows yet. I mean, it's very it just happened a half hour ago, so. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about the Kansas City fans. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Hey, um, by the way, uh, Pat, yesterday uh, my reception was breaking up on me a little bit. Uh, Jeff, you went down to Sandals, right? Didn't you have a Sandals vacation down in the Bahamas a while back? I did, yep. About a yeah, month okay. ago, yeah, I was thinking about maybe hitting the Bahamas myself, Pat. You think uh, Florida might make the Bahamas Bowl next year? Well, you are the Bahamas Bowl of, of callers. We've we talked well, yeah, about that. Yeah, no, I could figure out. My, my reception was in and out. I couldn't remember if Florida went to the Bahamas Bowl last year, or you guys were trying to hit the Bahamas Bowl. I wish they had gone to the Bahamas. That would have been cool. Yeah. Okay. I would have gotten to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just I, happy I, I, they went I, I, to that I, I, Vegas I Bowl, something. even though you knew it was a bad matchup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, I just heard something about the Bahamas Bowl, and I couldn't figure out what you were talking about. So I just kind of figured out if you were trying to make the Bahamas Bowl next year. No. Since Florida did go to a bowl game last year. No, I'm aware of that. That had okay. nothing to do with you, though. Okay, I, I, my, my, my reception was in and out. Trying to figure out what you were talking about. Okay. Hey guys, man, what about these SEC basketball games last night? Uh, speaking of alligators, did that LSU dude have some alligator arms right there at the buzzer? That's what it was. It's still just completely shocking. I think it's almost like he thought somebody was going to come over. They'd right. had nine shots blocked in the game. Maybe he thought somebody was going to come over, but I, 
But it, you know, that was the, so unlike him. There was yeah. a play earlier this year in, in a big game where Tyreek Hill dropped maybe the easiest touchdown pass that he'll ever get. Sometimes when you're wide open like that, you're just not used yeah. to it. And 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 I think it makes a you're difference. Almost expecting coming. I mean, yeah, I think there's some guys. You know, you you get a ground ball at second base, you have all the time in the world, and you just you screw it up because you're not, you're not going through it and and doing something. I think that's what happened, but. It was just complete shock to me to to see that from the angle that I was watching, and it was like holy crap! But a, a worse word, seeing how wide open he was catching it, and then another one of those expletives on the other side when he you, missed it. You got to quit cussing at these games, Jeff. I couldn't help. You know, there it. could have been students in front. There, of there wasn't. It was bougie people where oh, I was okay. sitting. Bougie people. Yeah, guys, and you know the SEC Network does such a great job. SEC Now, the wrap-up show. We had the two Pats last night. I didn't see your your favorite guy, Ron Slay, last night, Pat. But uh, do you think there was contact there? Yeah. Do, do you think there was contact on the uh, second shot? Because I believe uh, uh, the shooter, the shooter said there might have been contact on that last shot. Y'all think that dude might have uh, got his wrist? I don't, I don't think I, – I, I have not seen an angle that shows that he did, although when Dane Bradshaw said it after the game, I thought – I go, well, look, I you know, he, I'm, I'm sure he had a better angle than I did, but it's really kind of the same angle as a TV angle because I was watching well, well, on TV. Yeah. I don't know if he did or not. I, don't, I just don't know. Florida got a break. Florida got a huge break that they didn't have to go to overtime in that game. Huge break. Yeah, yeah I mean, if they don't call a foul, it's not a foul. First off, True. we all know that. But, um, you know, when you see, like, a guy shoot a three-pointer and the ball falls seven foot short, you obviously think about contact because that never really right. happens in the real world. And that, that ball was awful short. You have to wonder if, if his wrist got touched. But that, that's life on the road in the SEC. No, right? not the first Not one. initially. No, Nobody was one. even close yeah. to no, I'm, no, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the second attempt. The second attempt. Yeah. Well, the second they, attempt. They, they were saying, that, you know, they were hitting right. around. I think, it, I, I think it might have been your gator there, Pat, was talking about it. It looked like his wrist might have gotten touched. Yeah. LSU. Dude, but it but, wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It fell short. He just. I think. I think yeah, it was he did more. Fall, a, yeah, it was an air ball. It was an air ball. Yeah, it did no, fall the first short. ball was an air ball. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the last gas for LSU. The, the, the one there at, at the rim. They were wondering if his wrist got touched. Yeah, I don't know if it but, did. It did. I, I, yeah, well, they didn't blow the whistle. That's all that matters, right? Right. And what about the other uh, game there, guys? The Vandy game. Here comes old Stackhouse with his NIT run as usual. Talk about a guy stealing money. Ooh, I don't know if you're going to get in with two SEC wins into any tournament, even the CBI. Yeah. Have you heard the uh, the deal on uh, um, Stackhouse Pat? Uh, you know your uh, Nashville contacts, Biddles. I guess died now, right? Biddles not around. Climbers He's not no been more. around for a while. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, the, the, the knock on Stackhouse is he likes to look good in the suit, but he doesn't want to work, and he's more interested in playing golf. And um, uh, you know, but but the problem is that he's got some friends in high places. The reverse of the Garth Brooks song, but uh, isn't that kind of interesting? That's a crazy shot. What did y'all see the shot? By the way, yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah. Hey, uh, last thing moving forward, guys. Um, where do y'all think we are? Uh, we hate talking about it, but is uh, looks like Tennessee's going to um, give the uh, NCAA the uh, good Mike Tyson punch right in the nose on NIL. I think Tennessee's going to do the dirty work for you guys on Rashada. Y'all agree? No, I think it's they're totally unrelated cases. No, I think they're the same. Okay. Y'all hang in there. Well, you must know because he knows everything. He knows about Jerry Stackhouse. He knows about Calipari. He does look good in the suit, though, Stackhouse. I thought you were going to talk about the cattle. Where's some alligator shoes? The Bahamas bull. Make it happen. Let's get uh, J.D. to join us. Hey, J.D. Hey, uh, Jeff, Pat, how you doing? Uh, Do you guys ever pay attention to uh, 
Chuck Oliver, uh, do you ever li- get a chance to listen to that? Probably not. I'm guessing you're probably on the way in or commuting in. Uh, if so, if you did, I just wondered if you heard today the last little segment. I guess it was probably three fifty-five to four o'clock, maybe. I did, did y'all not hear that. I, I heard no. he was talking about Napier because we can hear it. Yeah, muffled in the yep. studio, but I didn't want to listen to it because I, yeah. I know he's an idiot. Yeah, well, Neith Klein is is on there with him. Who's an old who is who is not an idiot? <laughs> yeah, and uh, Heath brought up. Uh, I guess our, our former starting uh, right or left guard, I don't know which, which, who's now at FSU. Richie Leonard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was saying, oh, the strength and conditioning program, I mean, is not even on the same plane at FSU uh, that what, what was there at UF, which I, I guess is probably believable with the guy that got relieved. Who's who's still on the staff making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars doing something? I don't know. Uh, he's not making he, that much. He got his salary cut last year um, already, so it, it's okay. not that much. Well, anyway, and I start thinking, when when is the last time? I mean, I probably no time that that you have two starters, maybe one and a half starters, who go to uh, your your biggest rival school i mean that's that is really weird you no, gotta, it, you it's gotta... not hey get used to it this is the way of the world right now it's going to happen over and over again i mean you're going to see guys come to florida from florida state and georgia I mean, we've already seen guys come from georgia to gainesville yeah. jalen timber and uh and brenton cox but there's no loyalty anymore in, in college sports that that is that ship has sailed totally so it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. whether it's your rival or not. If you want to play in the SEC and stay in the SEC, you're going to end up at one of Florida's rivals because they've got like nine of them. So it's just the way of the world now with, with what's going on with the portal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the um, Pat, you, when you, were, and you and Robbie were talking yesterday, day before, uh, you said, or Robbie said, I think maybe it might have been Robbie said, you know, I'm starting to feel kind of uh, feeling pretty good about the upcoming year, you know. I, and you, I think, echoed that. And I, and I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I want to hear. It. I want some. Uh, I want somebody to uh, to flesh that out because I want to hear that. Uh, Chuck, I don't know whether you heard Chuck Oliver. Chuck Oliver's closing state, statement when when he Klein made this the thing about the Richie Leonard and the strength program, he said, I, I don't see any way that, that I can't, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he basically he said, I don't see any way that anything good is, is going to happen. And, uh, you know, at, at that point, he basically was talking about Napier. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't think that was, that was going to be a permanent thing. So, uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts. I think there's a lot of us out here that want to hear your thoughts and, and with, some optimism. Um, I know we've got a quarterback who's been around six years and knows what he's doing, and uh, that's always a positive. But boy, that offensive line is—you—you—that's a lot of patchwork going on there. Uh, As there was last uh, year, yeah. They had to redo the offensive line last year, and they're having to redo it again. I think you're going to almost be on a situation where you've got to redo it every year with the portal and everything, but. Uh, Look, I I just think that they weren't that far away last year from winning eight games or nine games, and that's all I'm saying is I think they can get to that point again. 
I think they it's the best roster they've had at Florida since Napier got here. I think it's the best roster since Grenard and, and Van Jefferson were on the team back under Dan Mullen. Um, but guys are going to have to play. They're going to have to grow up quickly because the guys you're kind of counting on are, especially on defense, are uh, L.J. McCray and, and uh, Miles Graham and guys like that. But you also have a lot of guys who, who are, uh, we saw last year would make good plays and they'd make a bad one. All right, they were freshmen. I just think that uh, uh, sophomores are not sophomores anymore. Sophomores are juniors. By the time you get to your sophomore year, you've been through a lot of practices and a lot of opportunities. And I think they, they've developed the talent. They brought them in. And I think they made the changes they needed to make on the defense um, coaching-wise, and I think they made the changes they needed to make in the special teams. or not changed, but adding somebody to get another set of eyes on it. Losing the strength coach is not good, no no doubt about that. But, um, you know, I, I look, the, the schedule is very difficult. I don't disagree. But you have seven home games. You know, it yeah. means basically yeah. the, the, if you can win all your home games, and I, it's not going to be easy. You got to play LSU at home. You got to play um, uh, Miami at home, obviously. Um, but if you can win all your home games and you can steal one or two on the road, you had a great year. At, at least yeah. great year compared to what we've seen the last three years. Yeah, Pat, and 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 and, and I'm right there with you. I, I, I just want to hear your thoughts. If that defense can just you know, I don't know how much improvement they've got to make. They've got to improve. But let's say they show a good bit of improvement. You're talking two, three more wins, I think, than what we saw last year. I mean, how many games did it where, where the defense just collapsed? And we, I think we were good enough offense. Yeah, offensive. well, they certainly were. They were a 7-5 team last year. Yeah. Let's face it. That's what they were. And, and that's what – all I'm trying to do is get one or two more wins out of that and not blow the ones that they – you know, don't miss the kick. Yeah, don't, but, but don't J- you know, JD, he said the roster is better. He he understands where their faults were and and what they need to do to be better. And he's gone out and made changes at a lot of those spots. I think there's certainly better players. There's there's guys that he brought in that are I think hungry, veteran wise, to make an impact and do something and and try to extend their careers. By coming to Florida, so there's going to be a lot of guys fighting. I think the you know the question is, do they have enough depth? That's always the uh, you know the thing. If people get hurt, and certainly we, we see that all the time, but they're going to be better. And you just have to hope yep. that you know some of these other teams that are supposed to be really good. And when you look at that schedule and you see Georgia at Texas, what um, Ole Miss. And Florida State, and there's one in there at the end with with those five. You just hope that they're maybe not as good, and you wouldn't think Florida State would be as good as they were this past year. Um, and you just you have no idea. Texas should be good. Does is Ole Miss going to be that good? You would think so, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. But they'll uh, the, the Gators will be better, and I think they'll work hard and show some of the things that you know they're they're trying to do. Yeah, and if we just get a break here or there. You know, we haven't got many. If we just no. get a break here or there, and uh, yeah, one just real one thing quick on uh, basketball. People talking about Todd Golden. I mean, he's put this team together. I mean, he's got bigs. I think you guys were talking about. He's got bigs. He's got guards. We got guard play. And hey, one three one zone, two one two, two three zone, whatever. I think they're going to figure that out. And I actually think it's probably good now. We played that one. Played against that one three one 
three times now and, and screwed it up all three times. I think they're going to get that right. So it's probably good that we've had this experience, even though it's you're biting your nails off. But I, I think it could be a good thing in the end. So anyway, thanks, guys. All right, J.D., thank you. Appreciate that. We'll snag a break and come back and knock out our number one. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ruben Roberts. The Gators women's basketball team plays a home game tomorrow against Ole Miss. The Gators are coming off two SEC wins, while the Rebels are coming off two SEC losses. This should be seen as a revenge game for the Gators, as the Rebels got the best of them last time they played. Also in Gators news, the 5-1 Gators softball team takes on Jacksonville University again tonight. After defeating JU last night, the Gators look to extend their win streak in the KD Cecil Presley Stadium. Having eight home runs and only allowing one this season explains why they've been so dominant. Tune in right here at 545 for the broadcast. On the high school level, the Newberry boys take on Hillard and the girls take on Madison County. The boys team for Wilston takes on the Pahokee Blue Devils and the girls team plays Trenton. That's your ESPN Gainesville. I'm Ruben Roberts. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on our jewelry and get three nights, including airfare, at a tropical resort. On us. Make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with her jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of the game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins. Kef, Martin, Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. 
From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Maybe I should change my name to that. What? Boys Don't Cry? Cardoza. Oh, you should. And then you could say that you were related to Camille. Well, and last night, Austin hit a homer in his first at bat, and the announcer's that's a home run for Austin Cardoza. <laughs> I don't think people just want to finish the O for I, some reason. But how do, like, how, do you lo- how do you look at an O and say it's an A? Cardoza. I don't know. It's Card. I don't know many people named Cardozo, but I do know some named Cardoza. There was a Supreme <laughs> Court justice named Benjamin Cardozo. Yeah, you looked it up. No, I didn't. There's actually a Benjamin Cardozo school in New York. Okay, so there's two, and I don't even know him. You should. He's Supreme Court justice. Speaking of uh, sports. Um, <laughs> There's this story out now that apparently the uh, SEC is making progress towards a nine-game schedule in football. So yeah, I think uh, most people want to see that. Uh, but again, they had to get ESPN on board to pay the extra bucks, and now that you know, I think they wanted to. S- they, they, they it was going to be hard for them to do that with all the layoffs they had and everything. It's car- it, it's hard to try to save money and then go spend more money but uh they're all all in i think on this now and especially once they start thinking about 16 teams and how crazy it is in this conference because it is crazy and i i think i i told you the stat of um texas and oklahoma um are two of the top 15 in in uh maybe 12 in stadium capacity but there are nine teams left in the Big 12 now that have less than 60,000 capacity. Yep. So, you know, Texas and Oklahoma would play one game in front of a huge crowd every year uh, that wasn't at home, and that would be in, in Dallas at the Red River Shootout. So it's it. going to be different for them, man, coming in here. I'm not saying it's going to be a problem for them. In fact, we talked about this the other day. Texas may be the second-best team in the SEC right now. Agreed. So, I don't think it's going to be a problem for it, but it is going to be something to get used to. You know, they're they're used to going to these little fifty thousand seat stadiums, and now they're going to have to go to one that's have to go to Neyland, Alabama. Yeah, Alabama's tough to play in. I don't know. I don't see how it. What you say? You're saying that a crowd that's forty thousand bigger than the crowds you're used to playing in front of is not going to have any effect on you. Forty thousand people is a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. The, no. Well, so what, you're still used to a big stadium. Like no, there you're wasn't not. a difference of me going to play at UNF and then going to play at LSU. Don't pay attention well, to it. Well, I mean, you're you're just an elite athlete. No, I'm not. I'm not an elite athlete by any means. But 
I just don't see why a really good quarterback would that would affect him. The only thing maybe a little bit of noise and signals and that kind of stuff, but that shouldn't shouldn't mess you up. So why do home teams win more games than lose? Because they're used to that field, and when you go on the road and football, your sleep your sleep is different. Your schedule's off. You get a lot of you're weird staying in a hotel either way, but still, it's still different. You're traveling. You're not in your own locker room. So you're saying the home field has no effect on the game. I'm not saying it doesn't have any no, effect. That's what you're saying. You're saying the crowd has no effects on no, the game. No, I don't think that's the if case. If you want to call all. in here at 392-8255 to tell Jeff no, why I think you can easily he's say the way that, out of bounds here. But it's not it's not like life or death for who? For ju- just because they're switching leagues that it's going to be like this huge impact. You're not getting my point at all and we'll talk about it in the second hour but you're just not getting it and I think it's your little pea brain that's just not right. comprehending things alright we'll uh, we'll take a break we got uh, Nick Bomani coming on to talk a little baseball Be kick off the second hour as well so we'll do that here on the tailgate WRUF Gainesville W251 CG Gainesville the Gridiron Grill Studios ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF WRUF Gainesville U251CG Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studio. You spoke, we listened You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever Your schedule doesn't have time For five hours in a car dealership Work, kids, soccer practice Grocery runs, jury duty Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics medical director, Dr. Aaron Wolkoff, explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed. In this same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352 400 4550. 
I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome back. Hour two here on the tailgate. Jeff and Pat here with you. Martina is producing today. We're out a little early for softball today. A little uh, Valentine's softball action so that should uh, be fun and there's lacrosse today as well as the ladies are taking on like a whole country really like sweden or something no, i thought it was trinidad and tobago no it's it's, it's something like they're that. playing sweden something like that they are playing scotland scotland so they're taking on that's where they invented golf yeah whole country so that should be fun and uh gator softball team will take on uh ju for the second day in a row after they uh, shut him out yesterday, 10 to nothing. All right, well, that means uh, with softball starting last week, baseball starts this week, and it's uh, always a, a great time of year, and you know when you're talking Gator baseball, you got to have this name involved, Nick Belmonte, who's been doing it for almost 40 years now, which is uh, kind of nuts to think about. He'll join us to kick off the hour and get baseball season going. Nicholas, excited to work with you on Friday, man. Yeah, let's go, man. Thirty that's actually thirty seventh year. How about mm. that? Uh now if you count the one year I did one game for Sunshine Network, which was an experimental network, it actually would be thirty eight, but okay. I only did one game there. So, so there you go. But uh, so. yeah, this this I talked to Sully today. He's excited. You know, I like the way the team's looking. Um shoot, Jeff, you got uh Oh, by the way, hi, Pat. Yeah, um, hey. <laughs> uh, by the way, we don't count that sunshine year. Yeah, right. So kidding. Um, 
and, and you, you look at this ball club, but what I like, they got guys coming back that have been to a college World Series, which we haven't seen in a while, guys mm-hmm. coming back that have been there. But I love it. You start off at the back end of the bullpen solid, right? So you got Slater and Neely right at the back end. Um, you, know, you know, Fisher. Peterson's going to be fun to watch, see how he does, and then yep. Kags at, at three. And then I guess, you know, the key this time of year, look, we could say this every single year. How's the middle uh, relief pitching in our shakeout? Well, you know, last year, remember everybody, everybody freaked out because it started off bad? Yep. And everybody was like, and then it worked its way. You know, so everybody, everybody kind of will wait for that to work its way out by the time we get to the uh, conference play. But, you know, guys like Colby Shelton, I mean, that was a, what a great uh, addition that was. Yeah, dude can hit. Yeah, you lose a Rivera at shortstop, and then you pick up a show. I'm probably not going to have the range of a Rivera, but, uh, you know, making the everyday play, and we know he can hit. Well, that's the way I feel about that. The left side of the infield might not be as good defensively. It won't be as good defensively, but may even be better hitting. Offensively, yeah, of course. Because uh, Dale Thomas having a big, big fall. Yeah, and we we saw bits and pieces. Well, first of all, you look at Dale Thomas's. a uh, year, the year before uh, in 22, what do you, you know, he had double digit home runs. So mm-hmm. we, and then we saw flashes of it last year. So we know the guy, the guy has power. So that'll be fun. And then the three catchers, uh, you know, we know, we know about Heyman, how good he is, and he's got better defensively. But, you know, Brody Denae, the, what, 6'5 catcher? Yep. Crazy. And then Tanner Garrison's supposed to be a great catch and throw guy. So it's going to be fun watching those guys. And then the outfield set, you got speed, you got power. You got a little bit of everything out there, so and then you know, Kate Curlin, my goodness, you know, solid, all American type player right there at second base, and Cags is Cags, might be could end up being the greatest hitter in the history of the University of Florida, well on his way. Yeah, which is crazy to think about, and you know, when when you think about that team last year too, fifty four wins, no no team mm-hmm. in Florida history had ever gotten that, so it's the most wins and. In, in team history, which is nuts, and then you you do have to replace. Isn't that what the Mets got too? About the probably, same number of yeah. wins, yeah, fifty four. You, you have to replace a, a Langford, who was tremendous, of course, and yeah. Yeah. and then your your Friday and Saturday guys. But Nick, it it is fun because I I almost feel like after you had that run of fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and slowly getting the teams to Omaha, and then you you didn't go, and then COVID right. hit, and you didn't go again, and and it's almost like Sully had some renewed energy last year and it was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna fix this thing and, and chuck was great and taylor coming in and all these things so i think they figured it out from a coaching staff standpoint and now it's almost like hey let's just reload again even though we were that good last year like we have now got this roster back where we had it in the heyday 100 percent, and we got that vibe remember we got that vibe so early last year that it was going to be a special year yeah i mean it was Maybe the first weekend it was like, uh oh, this this could be it. And yeah, what well, we were you know, X amount of innings away from a college world series title. So that's how good that club was. And and I think it's so important bringing back uh, a number of your players that have been through it, won a regional, won a super regional, got to the finals of the College World Series. You, you don't realize, even though they may not be main contributors during the year, just to have guys on the bench that had that experience to pass it on to the young guys, that that doesn't show up in the stat book, but that's a big part of it. Yeah, what's it like, though, for you know when you were a player, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. obviously when Jeff was a player, you're, you're, you're going through fall camp, you're going through – 
winter camp, whatever you want to call it, February camp, and and you finally get to play somebody. But you, you all you've known is guys, you kn- already know what they do. You already know what their strengths and weaknesses are. Now all of a sudden you get to go play somebody that's fresh and new. And and that's got to be an exciting uh, time of the year for, for anybody to start a season fresh and uh, and not face the guys that you, you also room with. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 like you said, you, you know what pitches are thrown. You know this, that, and the other, and and just to to play a team in another uniform on, and now you officially. Here's the thing, Pat. You get to officially represent the orange and blue. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you're, you're doing inter squads, and then call it you know the Orange and Blue World Series in the fall, blah blah. blah. But you're actually representing the school on day one, and and I don't care if it's major league college or high school whatever opening day is opening day and you got the jitters and it's so exciting and the crowd's going to be amped i mean fans love this stadium which i and they love you know what's going on with uh, gator baseball so the energy is going to be right there from the get-go and that's why like you said uh, jeff sully's got it right where he wants it right now i mean the covid thing's over and uh, he could he could start getting the elite <laughs> and, and it's a typical gator uh, roster you look at that roster Six three six four six three six four. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, these perfect bodies. You know, six three two ten. You know, the pitchers six four. You know, two fifteen. I mean, he's like you build them in a lab. I mean, just just outstanding athletes that are coming here to play. They're trying to get in the the Cardozo mold is what they're trying to do. Uh, uh, just said I had a perfect body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. try me. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I'll I'll tell you what about Jeff. And I remember Andy Lopez saying this. I remember one day saying, uh, who's pitching? He goes, Cardozo. I said, that kid's got more guts. He's out there. His arm, he shouldn't even be out there throwing. But next thing you know, Jeff's out there in the seventh, eighth inning, still getting it done. Gators win. So, you know, because I I, I used to say, Jeff, remember Jeff? And I would say, hey, do you want me to get you a shot in Indy ball? You Nick, I'd love to. My arm (laughs) can't take it, you know. So. Well, and and, and, I appreciate that. But when you say now indie ball, and you obviously have so many ties to major league baseball and minor league baseball and indie ball, all this other stuff. Like when when you think about now where this game has has become, and how many people watch the College World Series, and and you get to do regional games all over the country, and and those types of things. Like, how cool is it to see where this sport? is now and all the ESPN plus games where you can put it on and see all these other things. Like I'm sure you imagine this way back when in those sunshine days, but to, to see it now become like a major, major sport around the country is pretty cool. Yeah. It, it's, I think college baseball is in the best place it's ever been in its history. The popularity is in its best place it's ever been in its history. Look around these stadiums, especially in the SEC, it's crazy. I mean, these are events. They're not just coming you know, teams coming in for the weekend. And, you know, the people are tailgating now. It's it's exactly where college baseball should be, and it got there. Now the whole thing is, is it going to maintain it? And yeah, you know, I, I think it's 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 just. You know, the biggest boom, I, Pat, correct me if I'm wrong, from from back when I played, is, could it have been better than where it is now from a standpoint of uh, popularity? Well, back when you played, I was I would go to some of those games and you sit on metal, metal bleachers. <laughs> you in? Yeah, it, but it was, uh, I mean, when I was a kid, I used to go to the games over there and it, it was like a, literally like a softball um, 
not a softball stadium, but a like rec league softball is what it was like. Yeah, so, it, it was a lot of energy, but but I tell you, we went on the road. So there's some big crowds. We went on the oh, road. Yeah. But, hey, but but for some reason, we played the New York Yankees and eventually won the the World Series that year. And we we lost ten to eight. We had a eight to five lead going into the ninth. Uh, five, they say five times. I've met every, if I talk to everybody who said they've been there, there'd probably be about twenty thousand people there. Well, it's <laughs> the same. It's the same people that caught Spurs winning field goal against all. There you go. Uh, the same people, but yeah, right. yeah, like you mentioned, how people are fired up. I mean, they they announced today they've sold out all the reserve t- ticket, oh, tickets. Yeah. So. Well. Uh, all reserve seats are gone, so that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, but they, you know, we'll just see what happens. I mean, you know, you know how it is. It's a long grind. Uh, you can't the marathon. Get, you can't get too caught up in the first weekend. I remember one year, I think it was, I don't know, Long Beach State or somebody came in. I can't remember yeah. who it was. And, and the dirtbags, yep. And beat beat Florida two out of three, and they celebrated like they'd won the College World Series. And I think it was Lopes at the time, and he just like what. I, I'm not worried about it <laughs> Don't, because it's very early. So it is a long grind, and you know that as, yeah. after playing it and after yeah, it. it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. I remember it just – let's go back a year ago. Remember how the sky was falling because the middle relief wasn't doing good? Yep, yep. And people were, like, freaking out, you know, and everybody's like, just just calm down, calm down. Let, let Sully figure it out. And, you know, he did. The, the pitcher – look – the pitchers just get better with the process because there's a lot of young arms, and you just have to pitch through the stuff. Look, you have to pitch through probably like you're, if you're a pitcher, and Jeff, you can attest I wasn't a pitcher, but I'm assuming you know, you're know, you a young pitcher in, in this environment. Your first four or five outings, you're going to be a little nervous. You know, A, it's your first college games. You want to impress Sully, you're the biggest crowd you ever played for in your life, and I don't care who you're playing, you're going to be nervous. But once you you do it and it becomes routine, then you're like, oh, okay, I got it. You don't even think about the crowd. You just do it. and Because we do know this, the guys that are on this team have the talent to be that guy, it's just a matter of when when it starts off early on. Just give them a little time. They're gonna some of them are gonna stumble, but ultimately, like you said, it's a marathon, and you want to be where you want to be at the end of the year, like last year in Omaha. And that team, you know, let's face it, you know, good enough to win it. Just one of those things. A few breaks here and there, yeah. and it would have been the second College World Series uh, championship. But yeah. It, yeah, it was a great season last year. It, it really was. It was. Do you know where uh, Nick's from? Where he grew up? Um, well, I would argue, I would uh, guess Miami, but yeah, you're very right. North <laughs> North Miami High North School, Miami, Miami. Yeah. Do you know you know who else went to North Miami High School? Um, my mom. You would never get it, but so it's kinda, cool. my guess was going to be Nat Moore. But, no. Well, but, no, 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 no. Steve Carlton and Kurt Bavakwa. There's some good ones. There you go. Kurt Steve Carlton. Come on, you cannot put Steve Carlton and Kurt Bavakwa in the same sentence. <laughs> You can if they both went to the same school. No, I still can't do it. Well, uh, there's an also there also was another guy from North Miami that you probably heard of. He was a receiver at Florida. His name was Carlos Alvarez. I've heard of him a yes. little bit. North yeah. Miami High. He spoke when I was on the 115 pound football team. He spoke at our banquet. How about that? How about that? Yeah, and, and he wasn't even at Florida. He was just a high school player at North Miami, but he was darn good. So somehow, so he was already guest speaking when he was in high school. Wow! How about that? Yeah, no, he one of my favorite guys in the world. Yeah. But, but I'm glad you brought that up, Jeff, because I have this this cause right now. I found out, you know, last year that 
in Dade County, Florida, the inner city high schools have dropped their baseball program since COVID. It's really bothering me. So I'm trying to get this back and, and, uh, you know, I'm not getting a lot of headway, but I'm not giving up. How about this? Jackson High School, Freddie Norman, Warren Cromartie, a guy named Rafael Palmero went there. Uh, Norland High, Steve Nicosia, Carroll City, uh, Danny Tartable, Randy Bush, uh, Nick Asaski, those guys. My high school, we just mentioned who, some of those guys. Edison High School. Um, these schools don't have high school baseball, and I think it's just awful. It's nuts. And, and I'm trying to do what I can uh, uh, to get, uh, you know, the community down there. I don't think a lot of people know it. And uh, I've I've had Zoom calls with the administrators there, and they were all excited. And then, you know, they never really got back to me on that. So I keep saying, hey, let's go. Because I want to put on free clinics for these kids, teach them, and get guys like Oda B. McDowell, who's coaching MacArthur High School where he went. He's just giving back. He's not getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to get – there's a lot of ex-major leaguers down there with coach high school teams. They just got to get certified. So I have a whole plan in place, but I just need help from – from uh, Dade County schools to get this going, but uh, it's it's a crime that those schools, North Miami, Central, Edison, Norland, Carroll City, Jackson, do not have high school baseball teams, and the poor kids down there that are students that want to play baseball don't even know that that there's somebody out there trying to get it going, and they just we just need help from the administrators of these schools to get it going. Yeah, and, that, and I mean that's the crazy part is you mentioned all the the great names that from that area that went to the big leagues and we know how many you know i mean sully goes down there all the time to get kids from to to come up to florida just the hotbed of what miami is it is kind of crazy that you you have no opportunities for so many different kids and chip the the argument they, they told me they said well the kids haven't played since COVID, so there's no one in our high school that plays baseball and I said, well, wait a minute now. Lorenzo Kane, pretty good player, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just just retired uh, like 12 years in the big leagues. Didn't even own a glove till his senior year of high school. Then, then he went on to play for uh, Mike McLeod over at Tallahassee Community College. Signs with the Royals. Rest is history. Uh, you know, because someone taught him at a high school because he was a great athlete. There's great athletes down there that aren't getting the chance, and it it just really bothers me. I was talking to Byron Jefferson, one of our Gator pitchers from the 80s, and you know, I told him what's going on, and Nick Puglisi at the Palm Beach Post uh, reached out to me today for you know, oh, good. Gator, you know, Nick. Um, Nick's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. You should know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, we'll get some some headway on this thing to bring back. And these kids need it down there. They just reopened Miami Dade North baseball field that was dormant for like I don't know twenty something years, and I was down there for the dedication of that Demi Maneri field. So. You know, they got a place to start playing games. They just need programs to start playing. I mean, schools like Hialeah, who won, I don't know, six six or seven, where Bucky Dent went and, and, and Charlie Huff and those guys, I, I heard their teams, that baseball there is terrible now, is what I'm hearing. Hmm. I mean, this is crazy what's going on down there. Everybody's going, you know, there's a lot of private schools down there that, yep. that, uh, that, that get the elite. But what about, you know, the rest of the kids? I mean, I grew up in North Miami. I, I did, my family didn't have a lot of money. I had to go to a public school and get a scholarship through there at Dade North and the University of Florida. So I'm just hoping I can, you know, we get this going so the kids down there get that same opportunity. Yep, that's what it's all about. Well, keep, yep. uh, keep doing that and – You'll uh, obviously we'll keep Friday. doing Gator baseball. We'll see you up here on Friday. Crazy. Yes.
Where, hey. It was Groundhog's Day the, uh, on February 2nd. No, it was Groundhog Day. Oh, is the name that's of the right. Movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. I know you're Punxsutawney uh, Pat over there, so I know. I am Punxsutawney. You always correct me, I know. But every t- hey, let me tell you what. It's still a remote drop for me. I still do. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch the whole thing if I come hey, across it. Hey, my man Brian Doyle Murray, who played the mayor, who had yep. got Heimlich maneuvered, I had dinner with him last year. He, he's, a, he's a St. Mary's Gales. So I told him, I said, huh. the Gales are coming to Gainesville. Yeah. I said, Brian, you need to get your butt to Gainesville and watch your, uh, your team. Uh, well, if he does, let me know. I'll make sure I, I want to walk over there and say hello to him. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote Caddyshack, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. Nuts. All right, guys, All right Nick. Thanks, Friday. man. Appreciate it. Nick Belmonte joining us here on the uh, Titan MRI Hotline. We'll uh, get Nick back doing a bunch of TV stuff and getting after it. Yeah, I hope you're going to – looks like Friday could be – No, Saturday's play a bad day. Well, it depends on who you, what, what you're looking at. Friday's fine. No, I'm sorry about Saturday. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Saturday, and then you, you may end up with a doubleheader. They will header, not so. play a doubleheader. They won't. They will not. So it might be just two games this weekend. Oh, Okay. Well, it makes sense because St. John's it's, probably... It's opening weekend. You don't want to do a doubleheader to your guys yeah. and okay. make mess all it. that stuff up. Well, so, that's breaking news. Yeah, hopefully uh, just Friday, Sunday, and or the rain just stays away. Yeah. But they have moved up, for, for those that actually care or want to go, the uh, Gator Invitational over at Mark yeah. Bostic this weekend. That has been pushed up. So they're going, instead of going Saturday, Sunday, they're going to go two rounds on Friday and one on Saturday morning. So think, yeah. some I think teams have had to drop out in, because yeah. they then can't mess with the, uh, the schedule and get here on Friday in time. Right. But the, uh, the course looks great over there, and that should be a, a lot of fun for everybody making that happen. So full day Friday of golf, and then uh, Saturday morning, and hopefully get it in before the rain comes. Yep. All right, we'll get a break. We'll come back again. We're out of here at 540 today, so about 15 minutes to go that's all you got left to call us if you want to do it here on the tailgate gainesville sports center here's what's trending now on espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf good afternoon i'm alexander searle coming off of a four-game winning streak gators softball takes on jacksonville tonight coming off of their third one hitter in six games the gators look to go back to back against the dolphins Tune in right here for live coverage at 5.45. Big day for basketball in the state of Florida, as both the Heat and the Magic play tonight. After going on a seven-game losing streak, the Heat have since won five of their last seven and currently sit seventh in the Eastern Conference. The Heat play the 76ers tonight, who have struggled since Embiid went down. For the Magic, they play at home against the Knicks. Just like the Heat, the Magic have also won five of their last seven and will look to continue their momentum against a Knicks team that has lost three straight. In the hockey world, the Florida Panthers play the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. The Panthers, having won six of their last seven, currently sit second in the Atlantic Division. Look for the Panthers to continue their hot streak against a Penguins team that they just beat three weeks ago. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alexander Searle. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. 
No jobs too small, they do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Pizza of Millhopper. As the year turns over, I just want to say thank you to our great customers for making 2023 the biggest and best year in Leonardo's 47-year history. Since 1976, we have never baked more than we just did, and 2024 will take us even higher. At Leo's, of course, we make delicious pizza, garlic knots, and salad bar, but we sell memories. Come in with your family and friends to relive old ones, make some new ones, and let us know that you heard me on the tailgate. Jeff, we keep getting older. But Leo stays the same age. There's been lots of unbelievable sports moments around these parts that if you didn't see it for yourself, you wouldn't have thought it was possible. Dougie, Tequezi, Chioza's buzzer beater, Langford's bomb, or just a tip of the iceberg. But I've got another one for you that you're especially going to want to see for yourself. It's so spectacular, they're calling it the Seeing is Believing event, and it happens right here at Oaks Jewelry to kick off the new year. From now through the end of February, all their diamond jewelry and engagement rings will be priced below wholesale, saving you as much as 50% off into prices. All engagement rings come with a unique graded report and you can choose from halo settings, side stones, or a unique one-of-a-kind design the Oaks Jewelry staff will help create with you. They've been experts in Gainesville since 1990, so stop by to see their authentic natural diamonds and the exceptional values that come with it. And this Valentine's Day, you'll get a beautiful box of chocolates to sweeten the surprise. Also, a free bottle of champagne to pop after you pop the question. She's ready to say yes, and Oaks Jewelry has never been more ready to help make sure she does. So if you have something to say, remember to say it with diamonds. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. 
All right, we are back here, and again, we are going to be out of here in about 10 minutes or so. Uh, make way for softball as we did yesterday, and of course, they got a very easy win. Ava Brown with another great performance. I get, I'll, I'm looking forward to seeing what she can do against SEC schools. You know, mm-hmm. so far she's beaten two, you know, non-SEC, non-SEC schools. Well, but yeah, JU. <laughs> I mean, JU is not very good this year, I guess. Um, who did you pitch against in the first game? Um, it wasn't USF, wasn't Michigan. I can't remember who it was. Anyway, um, so we'll see where that goes uh, tonight. They can get another win here. But it's a home opener, so it's a big night for them too. You know, I'm sure people are excited about it as well over there. And uh, they had a big fundraiser just the other day, and I donated some stuff for it. So got a really nice thank you note from Tim Walton today. Appreciated that. So we got that going on. Um, a former Florida assistant is now the offensive coordinator at Kentucky. Ooh. See about the no loyalty thing, Jeff? That's what happened. People follow the money. But, I mean, he's uh, – Bush Hamden was a grad assistant here under Urban, and then when Will got here, of course, he was he stayed, and then Aubrey Hill getting let go, late Aubrey Hill, and Bush was named a wide receiver coach in that first year under Muschamp. Um, I don't know much about him. But everybody's told me he's a pretty good dude. And, you know, I mean, obviously Liam Cohen was really good his first trip at Kentucky. Last year, not so much. They weren't a great offense by any means. And I, like, I, I said this to Robbie one day. I said, um, I'm blanking on the quarterback's name, Devin Leary. Might be the worst quarterback to ever beat Florida. And, and he was supposed to be the best name in the transfer I know. portal. Like everybody was gushing over that guy. I know. And he was not good maybe, at all. Maybe that injury he had didn't affect him, but they, they just, I don't know. They were, and they ended up with a decent, it's not like they had, they were, it's not like they were five and seven, <laughs> you know, but they ended up with a decent record. Cause I mean, he was horrible. Yeah. I, I thought he was awful. I, I didn't, I can't believe Florida lost that guy. To be honest with you, yeah, the way he played in that game, yeah. But you know, they—they—that's the thing they can't keep doing. They can't play those kind of games because when you play those kind of games where you just don't play well and you get beat, it bleeds into the next game and bleeds into other games. And I think that happened at the end of the season. That Arkansas loss kind of bled into some other games. Um, but. Look, they've just got to find a way to win games. They, you know what they got to do? They got to beat Miami, okay? And I don't. I the fact that it's Miami is a big deal, but it's not the biggest deal in the world. The fact that it's the opening game and you need to get off to a good start, and you need in those first five, you got to be four and one at the worst. Worst, mm-hmm. I'm talking about. If you're three and two, this season's not going anywhere because now you're gonna now it's gonna get really hard. So you you got to be at least four and one. I'd prefer five and zero. Oh. That would be nice. Devin Leary completed nine passes against the Gators last year. His longest twelve yards. Yeah, he wasn't any good. And I, I watched and, him play they, all year, and he wasn't any good. And I kept every every game. I go, man, that guy is not any good. And Kentucky won pretty big, didn't they? What was the score? Yeah, thirty three to fourteen. Yeah, Florida was not good that day kind of crazy 
I don't even remember the game now. I, I just remember I remember that Devin Leary was not had nothing to do with them winning the game because Florida just didn't play well. Um, didn't play well on defense, especially. But anyway, played well against Devin Leary, but <laughs> you had other guys getting yeah. You had guys running all over you. Yeah. Couldn't stop the run game that day. That's the way it was. That was kind of the beginning of the end for that whole, um, we thought the defense was going to be a lot better this year. Yeah, that is what really started it. Yeah. And the the big long runs. Isn't that, though, the theme that Kentucky seems to screw up Florida and kind of make them yeah, self-doubt? It was, it was Ray Davis, and he had like yeah, had 200 and something two, yards. 280 or something. Yeah. So... And then, and then you're thinking, wow, this guy got away from Vanderbilt. Now he's he's going to go off, and he's going to he didn't do anything the rest of the year. Okay, but he was average. He was just another running back. Yeah, he wasn't a 280 running back. No, yeah, he, uh, he definitely was not. All right, let's snag uh, Ed's phone call to wrap up our day. Hey, Ed, welcome. Hey guys, um, thinking about last night's game, I kind of had a hunch. It's almost like we were in Auburn's position. Saturday. I mean, coming off a big game and uh, having had all that rest, uh, I was afraid that something like that might happen. But uh, people try to, I think, sometimes make basketball too complicated. If you're three for 17 or whatever, what was the stat on threes for last night for us? Uh, It was four for something. It wasn't good, though. And they made 11 out of 22, I think. So Exactly. And, And there's the game. I mean, the reason why the lead goes away, if you, I think, and I, and I think Clayton was, what, one of 11 or something. No, he wasn't that bad. He, he had a, he actually had a good day. Will Richards the one that's not shooting the three well right now. Okay. And that's where, but, uh, Clayton only made one, one of five, but then he hit every two-point shot he took. Yeah, he's, he also had 21 points. Yeah, so. he was really good in the first half. Yeah, but uh, again, that if we shoot the ball just average uh and the free throws are the other thing uh it, they went backwards again so uh if, if you combine a couple of those things um and the other team gets hot if 11 for 22 is a pretty good number uh you, you can blow a 20 point lead guess believe it yeah, or not but the, i mean i i think todd golden hit around the head the way you stop a run is by scoring you know, it's it's. I mean, yeah, you'd like to play good defense, but we know this team isn't playing good defense this year. It's not happening. This this group is not. They blocked nine shots and still gave up. Got outshot for the game. I mean, they, they're winning. The shooting percentage for Kentucky or for Kentucky for LSU ended up being better than Florida's. And Florida shot sixty seven percent in the first half. So, um, but they blocked nine shots and still give up a ton of points at the rim. It, it's um, in the second half. That's what. LSU took the strategy of we're going to drive it. They're going to foul us. They're, this, they're, there is a, they are not swallowing the whistles in this game. You could tell that in the first half, even though it went, you know, didn't didn't affect uh, LSU in, the, in that half. But they could tell. Let's just drive it, get fouled, go to the free throw line, and that's what yep. they did. Sooner or later, I think Todd's going to have to use some zone to, uh, because that's that's exactly the same way that the other games got close that weren't close. Uh, originally is uh, play, people playing drive, get fouled, go to the line, make points when the clock's not running. Well, uh, yeah, and then the other problem is uh, on the other end, Florida's, uh, when they go up against the zone, they struggle with it. They they just don't have a sense of 
They get tentative, and I don't know how they could still be tentative after we've seen it game after game after game where a team goes to a zone and they get tentative and the lead starts to dissipate. So I, they've got to figure it out. But, um, hey, the, the bottom line is they won. They won the Georgia game after blowing a 20-point lead. So if you if you blow a 20 – hey, you know, I was around a team that blew a 31-3 to lead and tied a game. And that, that I remember that one. That was, was not there, fun. Yeah. So yeah, that was not fun. That the bottom line is, it was a lot more fun to write last night than it was after thirty-one to three. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that game, I think we almost lost it. They had a guy wide open, and and the quarterback missed him, or we'd have lost that game, if I remember correctly. Well, the, where, the, where they didn't lose the game is they went for one, and I was thankful they did. Mm-hmm. They kicked it because. Uh, I remember uh, Danny Cannell ran a bootleg on one play. Kevin Carter got sucked in on it and just walked into the end zone. I think that might have tied it up. But, um, yeah, no doubt about it. they they got to get better at that. Uh, Ed, thanks for the call, man. Well, talk, talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Appreciate it. Yeah, we got to get out of here in a minute or so. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow with another show. Jeff will be back in studio with me. It's so great to see you again. I missed you for a whole day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Two BFFs. That's right. Send out a card. I was expecting some of those I choo choo choose you uh hearts. Hearts, yeah. Today. Yeah. Or or at least some candy or something. Instead I gotta get M and M's out of the the machine. Man. Sorry. I, I thought I better. was your special one. I'll be better tomorrow. Make sure uh, that happens. All right. by, by the way, I want to recommend the TED the series. Yeah, I'm, I've got one more episode on to go. TV. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's pretty it's pretty crude though. Just so you know. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I, I know. Uh, that's why I recommended it to you. I enjoy it. Well, let's hope the uh, softball team is crude to Jacksonville again tonight. Blew them out last night. Chance to uh, do that tonight for the uh, home opener, and that will get started right now so for martina producing today i am jeff i am pat we are deep we are way back and we are out of here on the campus of the university of florida you are listening to espn 98.1 fm 8:50 a.m wruf